Hey there, hi there, ho there. We're the ones who are going to go there. We are the Godfather, Godfather Minutes. That was great. Did you make that up or is that an old saying? That's how I totally made that up. Oh, awesome. You that's, are a wordsmith. That's how I do so well in my Hyman Roth rap battles. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, Ryman Hyman Roth. Ryman Hyman. <laughs> Hyman. Uh, anyway, I'm Alex Robinson. I'm Andy Robinson. Together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers. And we're talking about Minute 88. Double eights. Double eights. Snowmen, they call it in poker. Do they? Yeah, because it's like eight, like two snowmen, you know, oh. made out of round things. Is it good to have two eights in poker? It's a good starting and a pair of eights. Okay. It's not bad. Not not better than a pair of nines. That's just true. It's uh-huh. one less than that. It's one those, less than a pair of nines. Do they call, let me guess, they call a pair of nines uh, peg leg snowmen. <laughs> I don't remember what they call nines. Uh. Sevens or walking sticks. Hmm. Uh... Well, you know what they call 88 in Sicilian in what, Italian, Alex? What do they call 88 in Sicilian? E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. Otantuno. Otantuno. You know, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. Otan, otantotu. Yeah, I completely <laughs> messed it up. This, when you get to the eights, it's really strange. It, 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 it uh, deviates from the pattern. Deviates. Otantotu. Otantatu. Otantotu. 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 <laughs> you got it. <laughs> that really sounds like a like a you know, like an Alderaan uh, mollusk or something. <laughs> hey, do you have any fried otantotu? <laughs> get uh, that get that otantotu out of here. <laughs> huh? We don't say <laughs> McCluskey is a, uh, a stormtrooper. Do you think they sample his voice uh, for for yeah. the for the stormtrooper filter? The, the oh, I hope. I wish they did. <laughs> if I was uh, doing, yeah, anyway, I was just if I was doing Star Wars, I would try to include a sample of uh, Sterling Hayden. You, oh, do you, you yeah. know what the Wilhelm scream is? No, the Wilhelm scream is a uh, sound effect of a guy going. Um, like screaming okay and uh oh from back in horror movies and it was used in thousands yeah, it's of times. like a western or something okay. and it became a thing that now sound engineers started using it like putting it in movies oh, specifically and uh is that like an they call it an easter egg i don't know if i'd call it it i guess so like peep fans are listening for it and it's sort of secretly put in there it's the kind of thing where you'll hear it and you'll be like oh the will help scream oh, you know God. what i mean but but some people don't like it because now it's just it's like if you hear it, it stands uh, out so oh, much okay. because it's like, you know, you know, huh. so some people don't like it because it's, it's now too distracting because yeah. people, everyone's aware of mm-hmm. it. So, uh, anyway, why did I bring up Wilhelm screams? Oh yeah. So, uh, so sampling. McCluskey would be like my Wilhelm scream. Like I would include ah, in every, every oh. like one line of his, like in every, you know, like every crowd scene or something. But yeah, I, I think you should a little make, sample. If you heard it with the right mix, you uh, can hear him in the background. I think you should be more deliberate as mm-hmm. uh, with your reference and just, just put in there, uh, now you get the hell out of here. 
<laughs> like this, like the the, the, the stormtrooper in Mos Eisley is like, move that land speeder along. You can't park that here. Now you get should, the hell out of here. Should dove, someone on the internet should do this. Uh, <laughs> is uh, take these footage of the Star Wars and dub Godfather lines over oh, it because yes. there's so many scenes of people wearing helmets that you could yeah. totally, you could totally do it. Absolutely, so, uh, let's do that. You could have uh, the whole original conversation between Luke and Obi Wan Kenobi. You could have it between like Johnny and Don Corleone. <laughs> <laughs> then start slapping him around. You're gonna act like a man, but I'm gonna give back and, and farm. <laughs> you can act like a Jedi. You can act like a Jedi. What are you? What did you go to What did you go to the? What are you gonna go to the academy to get stupid? <laughs> a lot of money. A lot of money in that, that white armor. <laughs> Anyways, that is, that is an excellent idea. Yeah, okay. I love that. So idea. we will do that. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Minute 88 for a little bit. Yeah, we're getting close, Alex. And close to what? Oh, you know what we're getting close to. What? <laughs> the A-team. Oh. <laughs> I just don't know where to find them. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I pitted a fool. I can't find them. <laughs> oh, we're getting close to uh, that Turk. It's a lot. Uh, Salazzo the Turk and shot. How many minutes left? Two minutes left, Alex. Was it two minute warning? Two minute warning. <laughs> two minute warning. Shoot the Turk and McCluskey too. How many days until you do? We're counting down. Come count with me. You ain't gonna miss the Turk or Polly. I know I picked one. Yeah, can you wait? I don't know if I can wait. Let's just jump to minute 90. Uh, Okay, so here we go. Numero. (laughs) I haven't haven't learned that one yet. Okay. Uh, So minute 88. Mm -hmm. Let's talk. Uh, Okay, I wrote my little summary here. McCluskey continues to eat his veal. Mike asks if he can go to the bathroom. Uh, The Turk frisks Mikey, who then goes to the bathroom uh, stall where he starts looking for Tessio's gun mm-hmm. behind the fabled perfect toilet. Where's the gun? Where's the gun? Tessio said it'd be right here. Where's the gun? <laughs> I mean, normally we save the Broadway show stuff for the, yeah, the, the, bonus, the content, bonus content, but I, don't, I can't help but feel it's it's just begging for it. Well, it's funny because I can't would, find it. Too. I would see it more as like a comedy number. Oh, like a Mel Brooks kind of thing. Yeah, like a history. Where's that gun? Where's that gun? <laughs> <laughs> like dance number, yeah. Where's the gun? It's supposed to be here. <laughs> I don't want him coming out with this dick in his hand. I thought it'd be more urgent. Like, where's the gun? Well, it's a musical comedy. The one, the one. It's not like Lee Miz. It's like a lighthearted, lighthearted movie. Why do you think Mikey picks this moment to go to the bathroom? Did he want to finish hearing the Turks' plea and everything? Alex, there is information in the book about it. Oh, yeah? What does the book say? Do you want me to bust into the book? Typically in our minute analyses, we speculate, we talk, and then I reveal what Puzo's thoughts were, which are usually a little bit different. But do you want me to read that section? Yeah, let's mix it up. Let's mix it up. You were reading from The Godfather by Mario Puzo. Yeah. And you know what? Let me ask this before I read. Frequently when you see ads for The Godfather... It's presented as Mario Puzo's The Godfather. Uh-huh. So when should a movie be entitled that way instead of 
just the Godfather, and you don't see the writer's name or the screenwriter's name. Well, why is that? Why does his name always accompany the title? I think, I um, mean, especially when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, first of all, there might be legal reasons. Like in his contract, it might say, oh, uh, when it appears here, it has to say Mario Puzo's The mm, Godfather. You know, okay. as like a, but also, I guess at the time, that was a selling point because everyone knew the god the godfather was a huge popular novel mm-hmm. so calling it it's like saying stephen king's it or got like, it you know, his name mm-hmm. was a brand that would bring yeah. eyes to or it, alex robinson's star wars minute yes that does have a nice ring do you to like it. the I'm sound gonna, of that right I'm gonna, I'm gonna all right to, let's do it okay <laughs> or how about andy robinson's godfather minute with alex robinson when you say Andy Robinson's Godfather minute, that sounds like it's a minute of you talking to your Godfather. <laughs> My favorite part of that title, Andy Robinson's Godfather minute with Alex Robinson, is that pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are, you, are you okay with the pause? Uh, yeah. To okay. me, the pause is kind of like when they say, you know, the the this movie is starring this person and this person and this person and Alex Robinson as... The killer, oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> like directed the, by they kind of end with. A, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the last name you see is really okay. the one that uh, some of the, the although to correct it, I will say it should be Andy Robinson's Mario Puzo's The Godfather Minute with, with Alex Robinson featuring Alex Robinson. OK. As the killer. OK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's more, do it. OK. Good. So the abbreviation <laughs> would be A.R.M.P. G- T-G-T-G-W-A-R. W-A-R. T-G-T-G-W-A-R. Perfect. <laughs> Let's see, dot com. Get it tonight oh, before yes. we release this. So, yeah, fans, okay, so, so a super fan doesn't grab it. Anyone <laughs> <laughs> a super fan. So oh. what does the book say about Mikey's intentions, about why he picks this moment? Well, actually, I'm glad you asked. Threw a little uh, little Caesar in there. Okay, we're G. Robinson, the lost Robinson brother. Page 149, Puzo writes, quote, Michael was sure now that the conference was only to gain a few days' time, that Salazzo would make another attempt to kill the Don. What was beautiful was that the Turk was underrating him as a punk kid. Michael felt that strange, delicious chill filling his body. He made his face look distressed. Salazzo asked sharply, what is it? Michael said with an embarrassed air, the wine went right to my bladder. I've been holding it in. Is it all right if I go to the bathroom? Salazzo was searching his face intently with his dark eyes. He reached over and roughly thrust his hand in Michael's crotch under it and around, searching for a weapon. What book is this? (laughs) I, Mario Puzo's got certain fascinations, Alex. This is a callback to, to Sonny and Lucy. Um, thrust his hand in Michael's crotch, under it, and around. <laughs> like playing a pool, like a like a, a pinball game. Searching for a weapon. Pocket pool. Michael looked offended. Whoa. McCluskey said curtly, I frisked him. I frisked thousands of young punks. He's clean. Salazzo didn't like it. For no reason at all, he didn't like it. He glanced at the man sitting at a table opposite them and raised his eyebrows towards the door of the bathroom. The man gave a slight nod that he had checked it, that there was nobody inside. Salazzo said reluctantly, don't take, don't take too long. He had marvelous antenna. He was nervous. Michael got up and went into the bathroom. Should I keep going? This last section or do you want to talk about that first? Yeah, that's, that's a little, a little okay. there. There's one more little, yeah. little bit. 
Yeah, it was starting to drift off. Oh, wow. So to answer your question, which was why now, in reality, he actually did have to go to the bathroom. Did he? He did, yeah. In the the next section, you'll... Puto writes about that. He actually did have to go to the bathroom. But I think Michael was... Because we don't see him do that in the movie. Don't see him do that, no. But I think Michael was convinced that there was really nothing more to talk about. Right. And that Salazzo was already relaxed enough. Uh-huh. And so this was the opportune time. And also he seems to think that the Turk is lying. Yes. Which I don't know if you... Do you think in the movie you're supposed to believe the Turk? Is the Turk being I, honest? All the times I've watched it, I assumed he was being honest. Right. But he's a, he's he's a very, very cunning man. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense if he's really just trying to stall to so he can carry out his original plan. The Don's got to go for this plan to work out. Well, can't... Well, that's you not, think he really can make the deal? Well, okay. Are you talking about from from the Turk's point of view or from the objective point from of the view? Turk Turk's point of view? But why? So what if Michael said, "Okay, yeah, we'll make a deal." He would still want to kill the Don. Omerta. Oh, <laughs> that's I never why. finished it. I never got to the end. I don't know what happens <laughs> because I believe because if the Godfather wasn't killed, the Corleone fam would eventually have Salotto killed. Maybe by a bolt of lightning or hung in his jail cell. He's a superstitious well, what man. What if he made the, him swear any any um, acts of personal vengeance? Mm. What, what are they, a bunch of lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> I so, guess it could have worked. I guess it could have worked. Maybe Salazzo. I don't know. I didn't get the impression that he was really trying to. I mean, obviously, Michael is a good judge of character when yeah. it comes to. Oh, yeah. Although, is he? Hmm. What made you say he was? Well, because he obviously rises to the top. and, and mm-hmm. But that just could mean he's ruthless, not necessarily that he's good at reading people. He does keep his friends close and his enemies closer. Right. Which mean, I think that means he's good at reading people because he he's always a step or two ahead of people. But the is whole, he? I think so. That whole Roth interaction. But he the only, Rosado brothers and Frankie Five Angels. But he only found out about... Um, about um, Fredo being the traitor by sheer accident because he overheard Fredo saying, mm. saying, oh, I knew Johnny Ola. So if he had been in a louder nightclub or had not heard that, mm-hmm. would he still be f- stumbling around trying to find it? Yeah. He yeah. also didn't know. He also didn't understand that his wife was miserable and got an abortion behind his back. What do you mean an abortion? Alex? It was an abortion, Andrew, like this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're right. And it being his own brother, you'd think of all people, he'd be able to read his own brother. And especially someone like Fredo. Clearly, I'm sure he's not very, like... Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny got- if they... He's like, how did I not see this guy? And then they flash back to all the times where Fredo is, like, blurting it out and Mikey's just not listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Roth's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Ola calls me all the time. Roth would never call me, but Johnny Ola, he loves to talk on the phone. Hey, it always has to do with Roth and Johnny Ola. <laughs> yeah. Mikey, is there uh, something in this for me? Because Roth was just offering me something for me. <laughs> You're my brother, Fredo. Don't ever take sides against the family. He's just saying hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe he's not a good judge of character. He's under a lot of stress, though, too. Running a crime family ain't easy. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, yeah. So the section... Oh, and one other point that I read was t- uh, Solazzo does have... 
people in the restaurant mm-hmm. sort of backup. Yeah, that's another people, interesting I, detail that. Yeah, that. in the book, that's not in the movie. Because in the movie, I believe there there are some customers, but you don't get the sense that it's any of Solazzo's men. No. And that's weird, because why didn't this guy then shoot Mike when he kills the Turk? Yeah. Yeah, maybe the guy wasn't armed. Maybe well, he was we'll just see. Like, he's minute. just a, uh, a spotter. He's not a. He's not a. <laughs> he's not a button man. He's a bus boy that just paid. Hey, go go search the restaurant. Would you make sure <laughs> there's no guns? <laughs> Do your job. Bust the tables and search for guns. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the guy a bus boy. <laughs> go do your job. <laughs> what did you go to college to bust tables? <laughs> maybe maybe the guy they hired. Maybe the guy working for Salazzo who who he hired to quote search the restaurant make sure it was clean and quote mm-hmm. was actually tessio's guy who planted the gun he's sort of ah, a double agent right that would make sense yeah well then why wouldn't that guy just kill the turk at some other point <laughs> <laughs> alex come on you're bringing up questions you we can't get into the minus a lot so. i don't answer hypotheticals <laughs> you'll have to stick around for the bonus content alex i'll answer it then okay you I asked, asked We'll answer. So the Puzo ends this section. Uh, Michael got up and went into the bathroom. The urinal had a pink bar of soap in it secured by a wire net. He went into the booth. He really had to go. His bowels were loose. Oh, so it wasn't even the wine. It was his bowels. I think, yeah, because he's very nervous. Yeah. Plus those pain medications are probably messing with him. He's in there for 25 minutes. Plus, <laughs> he keeps ordering veal. <laughs> ah, the kid's clean. <laughs> when Mikey comes out, Salazzo's like, did you wash your hands, kid? <laughs> He's clean. <laughs> and then Puzo finally writes, he, did, uh, he went into the booth. He really had to go. His bowels were loose. He did it very quickly, then reached behind the enamel water cabinet until his hand touched the small blunt nose gun fastened with tape. So he went to the bathroom before he found the gun. Before who found the gun? Before Mikey. Mikey took a dump and then looked for the gun. <laughs> yes. So I, guess so. he, I guess he really had to go. Because wow. I would be like, that would be the first thing I would do is make sure the gun was there. <laughs> I guess he, he, was, he really could come out with just his dick in his hand. <laughs> or you think while he was going, he would like look up behind the tank or something like this. Uh, what kind of patience is this? This guy is not like his. He's not a he, curious fellow. He is that cool. Yeah, exactly. He's like, ah, I, I have trust in Tessio. I'll look for the gun later. <laughs> first things first. Well, maybe that's why he had to go because he's like, oh, I, I don't know if that gun's there. If that gun's there, I'm going to lose my bowels. I might as well go. I might as well go first. I might yeah. as well drop my bowels first. <laughs> yeah, because then he'd be worried that he doesn't want to be holding the gun. Yeah, while he's while he's taking care of business. <laughs> Do you mean you mean holding the gun metaphorically? Yeah, I, I, he doesn't want to be holding the gun while he's leaving his cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> but Salazzo already searched him. Remember, remember, uh, Puzo wrote, Puzo wrote, wrote that uh, he reached over and roughly thrust his hand in Michael's crotch <laughs> under it and around. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Let me dinner first, Turk. Try the meal. You don't want to reach around too much in there. I got loose bowels. Um, so what else you got? So that that's the book, but I yeah. know the, the movie's a little bit different. Do you have different. any observations? Um, well, I was going to say, uh, I wrote down he frisks his, his groin mm. uh, and in and around it. Yeah. And then he, uh, so what if, they knew the, the, the Corleones know where this meeting is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Is there anything? Louis restaurant, the Bronx. It's perfect. <laughs> and is there anything to stop um, Mikey from going into the bathroom and then the Corleone family like blasting in the front door and, and shooting up the restaurant? Uh, I guess. Hmm. Well, I'm assuming. I'm assuming that outside and that Lou, who made his, yeah. the infamous Lou turn, was like is outside in a car. And I do recall that when Mikey leaves the restaurant, yeah. there is another car there right in front. But but uh, Tessio pulls up right behind her in front of it. Mikey gets in and takes off. Okay. So maybe Solazzo's guy in the car, Lou, doesn't know yet what's happened. Okay. Lou's- so I don't know. Man. I don't know. It's a bit of a stretch, but... I yeah. don't know if the Corleones could have gone right in and shot up the place. We don't even be in the restaurant, Sonny. <laughs> yeah. He might still be in the middle of eating his veal, Sonny. <laughs> All the veal farmers, providers would run for cover. Sonny. Sonny. <laughs> uh, so also, uh, one subtle difference I noticed between the book and the movie is that um, in the book, in the, mo- in the book, he says, I frust thousands of young punks. Yeah. In the movie, he says, I frisked a thousand young ah. punks, which means Mikey was the 1,000th young punk that he, that he frisked. Oh, my gosh. So think that would've, he would have, like, you know, he should have gotten something for yeah. that. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you're the thousandth you're the thousandth man who's growing I've touched in and around. <laughs> it's time to retire. Well, when, when McCluskey says that, I made a note, too. I frisked him. He's clean. And then when Mikey walks away, he says, I frisked a thousand young punks. Yeah. So didn't he say that exact same dialogue in the car like four minutes ago? I, you know, I don't remember if he did or we just associated that with him. I thought he said, I, I frisked a thousand young punks. I'm pretty sure he said the same. You asked, asked will we'll answer. answer. We'll have to go back and check yeah. it out. And then I wonder if it was just the same dialogue, which is sampled, because we may have an overdub alert, <laughs> which I finally had a sound bite for. Let me write down. What am I writing down? Uh, oh, uh, first, first a thousand, thousand young, young punks. Jinx. So another observation I had is when Mikey goes into the restroom, I notice you hear the subway, the mm-hmm. sound of the subway uh, car going by, but I also hear running water mm-hmm. the whole time, even before, even right when he walks in, he hasn't turned on the sink yeah. or flushed the toilet. What's up with that? Hmm. Is that just a urinal continually flowing? I, I seem to recall old, maybe old urinals did that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I didn't notice it, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I've never heard. I've never. I mean, obviously, you can always walk into a restaurant, a bathroom, or something, and there'll be like a broken sink or whatever. That's true. Yeah. If you're in the bathroom and you see a running faucet, mm-hmm. what do you do? Do you turn it off? I think I turn. Or it do off. you leave it? No, assuming that somebody would put their butt on the handle. The- <laughs> I turn it off. I'm, I'm a. I can't see waste. Right, like a waste yeah. of resources. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. You're right. What do you do? I try. I try to turn it off. Yeah, and then I then I put my butt on it. <laughs> <laughs> do you use your baby wipes to touch the handle so you don't have to the ones you carry around so you don't have to use your hand? Yeah, my ba- my baby wipe. My no. I, what I meant to say was my baby wipes it for me. Oh, <laughs> I ever come in the bathroom and clean all the faucets while I'm going that way. It's all nice and clean. That's great. Uh, hey, another observation I have is that when Mikey's in the restroom, there's a two second clip. It cuts to Salazzo and McCluskey. Salazzo smoking and McCluskey mm-hmm. looks over at the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, what do you think that's about? <laughs> 
uh i don't know it's uh, i could see our i could see an argument for saying don't show them because you don't mm. want mikey by showing them just sitting there and eating yeah you're not like oh they're clearly not suspicious or anything yeah. whereas if you didn't know what they were doing you might be like oh my god are they right outside the door are they gonna come in yeah. or whatever but uh i always get to appreciate to see more mccluskey yeah i was wondering it does if build the tension a little bit yeah i was wondering it, if their conversation continued after after mccluskey said i first a thousand young bunks <laughs> was like oh really what uh, <laughs> you know tell me about the 870th ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this kid down, a kid named Carlo, coming up in the streets. <laughs> he threw litter all the streets. I made him clean it up. <laughs> Ding. I said, hello, Carlo. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, what, maybe, what, what do they talk about? What? Do they have anything in common? Maybe like the same oh, sports? Yeah, like, do they, what do they talk about? Hmm. Uh, so, uh, I know once this deal's Deal goes through. You're going to retire, right, McCluck? Right, Captain McCluskey? Right, Matt? <laughs> Mark. Right, Mark? Is that true? You're going to retire after you get this? Yeah, this I'm, getting too old. I'm getting too old for this ship. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to buy a boat. I always want to live in a boat. God damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I uh, I was like, uh, raise those sails. God damn it, Phil. I said, raise them up. <laughs> Uh, and also, I have a minor correction. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it's minor because it was a mistake I made. Okay. Uh, and that you are correct in that the Turk's back is to... The Mikey's bathroom. back is to the door. To the front door. To the front yeah. door. And so the Turk is facing the front door. So yeah. he could theoretically see anyone coming in. Yeah, that makes more sense because he's apparently his guys have already right. cleaned out, checked out the restaurant for yeah. any any threats. I would think it would be the opposite. I would think to put Mikey at ease, he would have Mikey facing the front door so that way Mikey could, Mikey wouldn't think uh, he was being, he was going to be ambushed. I guess Salazzo is so paranoid. He is the hunted one. Yeah, that's true. He need to be in the defensive position. Yeah. I just realized. And also he might be trying to take advantage of Mikey's not being a mafia guy by thinking, mm. oh, Mikey won't, Mikey won't, like I'll put him, in, you know, he'll, I want to be as comfortable as I can. He won't think about that. Like, yeah. oh, I don't want my back to the door the way yeah. like a crime guy would. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. I just realized, I think McCluskey maybe looked toward the bathroom when mm-hmm. they cut to that for two seconds. Uh, he actually wasn't looking at the bathroom. He was looking for the waiter. He wanted to re-up his veal. Oh, I hope, they, I hope he wasn't asking for more wine because that guy <laughs> takes forever to open one. Swanson <laughs> no. so still impatient with it. <laughs> Um, so when Mikey's in the restroom and yeah. he's feeling behind the toilet, I, yeah. he looks kind of nervous. He does look nervous. I mean, you imagine he should be nervous. And he sticks his hand up there probably in two or three different locations, yeah. I think, before he finds it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good. Uh, it's good drama. Yeah, you know it's I mean? a good like, tape he, job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we don't see the gun in this minute, so we should, no, we should, so we should save yep. talking about that, yep. uh, that uh, stuff. But he's definitely us. scrambling back there. He's kind of putting his arm yeah. up and back down yeah. and putting it back up. It looks like he can't see back there. He's just putting his hand. Yeah. Up you just have to put your hand back. Oh, it makes you, what else is behind there? I wonder if they didn't tell, um, Al Pacino where the gun was on the oh. back of the tank so that he was really, so he oh, yeah. really didn't, uh, didn't, uh, it's a good director's know. trick, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't put above it. I wouldn't put it above, uh, Frankie F. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I do appreciate the the cinema in this minute. It's good when, cinnamon. Mm-hmm. 
went up with the veal. That's disgusting. <laughs> so the shot over, one Mikey walks into the restroom. The camera is behind two inner doors. Mm-hmm. Looks like two stall doors. Yeah. And uh, so you don't really see him very much. You see sort of just the top of his head come through. Yeah, it's like the cameraman is standing on top of one of the toilets, filming over the over the the top of the uh, yeah, it's awesome. the top of the stalls. It's fantastic. Plus, Al Pacino's such a short guy that yeah, you know, <laughs> doesn't help. Um, you have anything else? No. Well, yeah, we continue in the bathroom tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow next week. <laughs> so I, I guess have, I do have a couple cleanup items. Okay. Should I lay them on now or should we push them to next Clean minute? it up. Okay. All right. Not very many, but in one of the previous minutes, we were we were wondering out loud why why arcade games have boards and why they're called boards. Yes. And so I looked, I did some, some internet sleuthing, and um, apparently it says that an arcade system board is a dedicated computer system created for video games. So it has to do with engineering. Has to do with actually com- the hardware design. It was a computer board. Okay. So, but that probably doesn't apply anymore. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know if kids call it boards anymore. I don't think. I don't think the they boards. do because even yeah. like even when I was like in college and stuff, I'd be like, "Oh, what board do you want?" And they'd be like, "Board? What are you talking about?" <laughs> Sorry, but that's why I thought maybe it was like a regional thing because that's like maybe oh, just I don't we know. knew about it, but but maybe other oh, people gosh. didn't. But, uh, oh, that's a good question. I didn't. Yeah, I, don't know. I didn't find anything about that. If you're listening to this and you called video games uh, screens boards, as in, <laughs> oh, I got up to the fifth board on Pac-Man, give us a call. On Wikipedia, also, when you look up like arcade or video game boards, it says C-level. Oh, C-level. <laughs> okay, that's interesting to know. Good. Yeah. Uh, the second and final cleanup item is a few episodes. I want to point this out, Alex. A few episodes ago... Uh, we were joking around, and I said I would take the veal challenge, uh-huh. going around to different restaurants throughout New York City to try the veal, so I could personally endorse the best veal in the city. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was just a gag, I was saying. I actually don't support the consumption, the, the production and consumption of veal. I think it's hmm. it's cruel to animals. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I mean, McCluskey would have kicked my butt if I had said something like that. Why do you try the veil? You're going to try the veil. <laughs> what captain? I get indignant. <laughs> yeah. Eat it up. <laughs> what captain? This small innocent. <laughs> Damn it, Andy. I said eat it up. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to know the truth about my thoughts about veal. All right. All right. So uh, anyone who has opposing views, give us a call. Yeah, and I don't judge anyone who likes veal. It's it's delicious. Yeah. I just had it last week. <laughs> So you have had it in the past. Oh, I eat it all the time. I'm just against promoting it. Promoting it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you think anyone has ever uh, not eaten veal and then been like, oh, boy, that Godfather that makes it look <laughs> like it promotes the use, the eating of veal. Wow. Yes. I think it absolutely it's happened. <laughs> the veal board paid specifically yeah. to say nice things about veal. <laughs> <and> the-, <laughs> the veal. Yeah, that's right. Actually, I'm going to go as far as to say that there are Godfather super fans that have these get together every so often, have these rituals while they watch the movie, which will very soon be us. (laughs) You mean like a uh, Rocky Horror type thing where like when when uh, when he's eating the veal, we all throw veal at the TV. (laughs) Oh, that's great. When they show it in a theater, that could be a bonus content. How about okay. that, where we Let's talk about a, that. If the Rocky Horror Godfather. Godfather. <laughs> All right, we got a rate minute 88. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Not a lot of talking. It's a hard one. I know. Minute 88. 
I'm ready. I got it. Ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's 88, Alex. Oh, you want to go to eight? eight? I'm going, oh, this one goes all the way to eight. Wow, that's really going to throw off the, uh, <laughs> this is going to throw off the scales. It's an outlier. Uh, I'll have to, uh. Now let's go again. Here's okay, my right. real rating. Ready? One, two, three, four, five. Wait, I thought we were going up to eight. <laughs> Come on. Seriously. Come on, really? Okay. One, two, three. Yeah, right. agreement. <laughs> Godfather brother synchronicity. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, so stick around for the bonus content. Maybe we'll talk about our uh, Rocky Horror Godfather show. Yeah. I, like I also that. wrote out some Godfather jokes. You were telling me about this uh-huh. the other day, and I was dying to hear them, but I wanted to hear them fresh I on have, the air. I have five, and they're not none of them very good, but mm. I'm just starting. I'm getting, I'm gonna work them out now. Is this five jokes like a, uh, a a just five disconnected jokes, or is this five like jokes as part of a, the core of a stand up routine you're working on? Well, I have a whole Godfather routine, uh-huh. a song and dance, and this is sort of the intermission between the wait, song wait, and wait, dance. Wait, 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 wait. Are you trying to tell me you took singing lessons and dancing <laughs> lessons? Yeah. I've taken them all over the world. And just to show you I'm not hard-hearted, I got some knock-knock jokes. I got riddles. I got quizzes. <laughs> quizzes. A riddle. I really do need... I don't have any riddles. Well, maybe. I don't know. What's the difference between a joke and a riddle? Uh, I guess riddles aren't necessarily for laughs. Mm. They're for... It's like a puzzle more almost. Okay. Well, I you don't know, have any like riddles. What's the difference between a jeweler and a jailer? What is the difference between a jeweler and a jailer? One watches sells, the other sells watches. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's a joke then. Uh, I laughed at rats. it. Hmm. Anyway, we'll figure it okay. out. Uh, you know what? You asked, we answer. <laughs> oh, what's a riddle? You mean? Yeah, what is the okay. difference between a riddle and a joke? <laughs> Write it down. All right, riddler. Stick around. Thanks, thanks for all of our supporters and everyone listening out there. How how dumb is how lame is it that Batman has a villain named the Joker and then his next one down is the Riddler? It's the, it's the, <laughs> Who would be the third guy in line? The third oh, villain. Yeah. That's a good uh the um the, the quiz master or the, the puzzle. <laughs> the puzzler. The puzzle the jumbler. The jumbler. The jumbler. <laughs> All those things would be scrambled. He's gotta walk around with a Batman, he's gotta solve the mystery with a thesaurus and a pencil. <laughs> Oh, he speaks in jumble. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's great. That's not a bad bad gig. That'd be really hard to that'd be really hard to figure out if you always talk to jumbles. (laughs) So, Matt, me, Matt, you little and. All right, so uh, that'll wrap up Minute 88. Uh, if you want to send us an email, uh, godfatherminute at gmail.com. Don't forget to send us your best. Da, 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 da. And uh, until then, next time, try, try the, the veal. veal. It's, it's the, the finest in the, the world. world. Oh, wait, I messed up.